Hi everybody, welcome to my fourth episode of my podcast. I am excited for y'all to be here and I'm happy that y'all are here to support. <laughs> it means a lot to me and it's great, you know? <laughs> it's, I'm happy that y'all are taking your time out of your day to just listen to my podcast and I'm glad you're, y'all are able to do that and like decide to do that. So yeah. Thank you for being here on this episode. And I also want to say I did postpone the date for this week's episode because I wasn't satisfied with the episode that I had made. It was, I just felt like it wasn't cohesive. It wasn't the type of episode that I want to produce. And I, I just felt like my ideas and my points were everywhere and, um, I know I stir a lot and I I do that with all my episodes and it's okay because that's me and that's me trying to think while talking (laughs) and I am usually not the best talker so just having to do that and like I'm I I keep forgetting this is kind of like the beginning of my podcast. This is only the fourth episode. Like, I'm not even double digits. And I always keep forgetting that. And I just feel like, oh, maybe I should learn how to talk better. But I'm also kind of like, this is the beginning. This is how I'm starting. And you know what? I'm just continuing it. And I hope... And it only gets better from here, right? So, yeah. I just feel like... That's the episode that I was about to put up. I wasn't satisfied. It, when I was going to put it up, it just didn't make me excited. I was just very... I just didn't like it. It made me very anxious. And I just... It, it, had, it brought up a lot of feelings of, like... Of me not liking it. And I just felt like I could do better. I know I could do better. And I just needed more time to do this podcast. And kind of... Like, redo the episode, and honestly, redoing the episode doesn't really take much of my much of my time. It's just editing. Editing is a bit <laughs> rough for me because I do it on my phone. I do everything on my phone, so it, it's a bit rough because it's a small screen, and I just, I need to move things everywhere, and in the, in the audio, like where I edit the audio, my podcast is 45 minutes and that's very long <laughs> within like the the screen the screen like if I put if I go in the middle it's 20 minutes and it's I've skipped over so much <laughs> of what I've talked about and sometimes I get lost like not knowing where things are or like not knowing the timestamps of where certain things are so I think it's a bit overwhelming for me but you know what it's all right (laughs) it's all right and I'm still new to this and I hope I find more resources on how to how to edit this easier because this is a bit rough (laughs) and I'm just kind of like wow (laughs) I mostly just add music and sometimes I I take stuff out because I don't like how things are worded or just how I've stuttered too much but yeah it's just a bit rough. I'm just like, oh, this podcast. <laughs> it is fun, but <laughs> editing is just a bit rough. It's all right. It's all right. 
because it could be a whole lot worse and it's not so i'm happy about that and um yeah so before starting the episode i kind of want to talk about my days my weeks because i've been having a kind of rough time these past few weeks and i think it's mostly because i had exams and exams are not fun and i'm taking calculus so (laughs) those exams aren't fun but i'm getting through it i'm passing the class which is awesome i'm so happy that i am like thank goodness i am and um i also have essays due and i have i still have a whole lot this week to do like for projects and exams but yeah i'm getting through it and it's gonna be great and i have a few weeks left until winter break so i feel like that's now what's keeping me motivated like i'm almost there just a few more just like three or four more weeks and i'll be done so i'm really happy about that and i'm looking forward to my winter break so yeah I'm looking forward to a break and a little break from classes because they've just been a little bit rough. So, mm-hmm. those that's been my weeks, and yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> it is what it is. So, one topic that I did want to talk about originally in my last episode was colorism i feel like it kind of does fit into the next topic that i'm going to talk about which is um skin color like colorism does involve skin color but i'm going to talk specifically more about my skin color because it is something that has been brought up within my friend group and something that we we're all trying to figure out and I feel like it's a little bit rough because since like we've always people have always told us or I people have always told me specifically people have always told me that I've I'm brown and now I'm recognizing maybe that's not the case I am not brown only because I've been told I'm brown doesn't mean that I am brown and yeah I will talk a little bit more about that later in this episode so i hope y'all stick through me (laughs) with this and the first topic that i didn't mention that i want to talk about is colorism and i know there is a few there is confusion between colorism and racism because kind of like if you're racist it's based on your skin color but colorism is totally a different thing and I will give out the definition right now. So, in the post that I am looking at, it is by Generations, and the post is called Colorism. (laughs) So, what is colorism? Colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among of the same ethnic or racial group. So... Yeah, I feel like with the definition, it kind of makes more sense what colorism is. It is not very much, it's not a big picture, it's more like a small picture of like, among people of the same ethnic or racial group. It's not 
from one racial group to another or just one ethnic group to another it is between one ethnic or one racial group and yeah i feel like with colorism there is a lot of colorism especially within the latine community and also i said latine instead of latin x so i didn't want to explain that latin x is more of a an english type of term it's not because it doesn't really translate well in spanish so in the united states and in english um, lots of people say latin x but in many spanish-speaking countries and many um, latin american countries they say latine because that's more that's the term that they use for general neutral to include um more genders right to include other genders than the binary and yeah so i will start saying latine instead of latinx so i feel like colorism does very much involve the latina community and i feel like lots of people have seen that colorism in the latina community and it's not something that we could very much escape from and i feel like with my experience i've received a lot of colorism (laughs) and especially with media that's presented to us lots of people especially in channels like Univision and Telemundo, they mostly hire white Latin folk. And I'm just like, where, where are my tias? Where are, where's my mom? Where's my abuelitos? Where's, where are they in these shows? And most of them are just white. And I grew up in, with novelas that are primarily white. And if someone is of, a darker skin color or if they're more tan they're usually men and a woman is hardly ever (laughs) brown or black and there's hardly any any black folk in um in novelas and we very much know that the latina community does have black folk and it's just kind of like whenever there is inclusion i feel like in now there is quote like more inclusion but it's not i don't think it's the inclusion that we need it's mostly if someone is black they are of a lighter skin shade than of a darker skin shade Uh, i've never really seen uh a darker skinned black person in novelas and yeah I feel I've only seen three uh, I believe and it was mostly just the novelas of Rosa de Guadalupe or just um Como Dice Dicho those type of novelas and I'm just we need more <laughs> like this isn't enough this is not enough there needs to be more space with black folk in these telenovelas and indigenous folk too like i'ma call out i'ma call out one of the latinas favorite people but frida Kahlo. she is white she is white and she culturally appropriated oaxaqueño zapotec specifically styles and just it's just terrible 
that through colorism especially because if someone is of a lighter skin color they could get away with all these different things and without even having consequences and like Frida Kahlo isn't even in this world anymore and there is more knowledge of hey she culturally appropriated Zapotec people and we and she doesn't even have to face the consequences she's dead now how is she gonna face them like <laughs> it's just insane that because of someone who is of light skin color because someone is white they don't have to face consequences during their time or during the era that they're in because there has been a lot of colorism throughout history and like people have just been okay with it because of white supremacy because of colonization because of colonization because of Spaniards because of the French because of the uh, of Europeans and it's just insane how much privilege white skin tone has and yeah it's just something that I want to recognize and it's just something that I want to talk about a little bit and I feel like that's why I brought up colorism just to understand like just for a little foundation and to kind of move on to skin tone because skin tone is something that I have just been like I've just been thinking about or something that has been brought to my attention recently and it's not something that I thought about all the time and I feel like as a kid too I didn't really think about skin color just because I think I grew up a lot more with black people and just like them being friends with me and me being friendly with them like we never I never really paid attention to their skin color I was just I wasn't like oh hey like they're black I was just like oh yeah they are but they're my friends <laughs> they're cool so I don't really care <laughs> it was very much a that type of mindset so I don't think I've ever really thought about hey black people are the worst especially if they're latina they're of an inferior skin color and I don't think I really thought that and maybe it was a subconscious kind of thing just because yeah like I live in the United States the channels that I was presented with were mostly white people and especially like the old ladies who were in on TV they had blonde hair they had blue eyes and they were white they were white they represent white people and I don't know why my I don't think my little brain really <laughs> caught on to that they're just kind of like I was just kind of like okay whatever I don't care about them <laughs> I think it's very much like I don't care about them I have other things to care about and yeah like I think one thing that I do remember that I did recognize was within skin color was that black people or mostly black people that I've seen and that I've interacted with I always saw their skin color was just like why are they why do we see them as black they have their skin color is brown and I feel like as a kid I did recognize that but I just didn't know how to process it and just how to continue it I'm sorry <laughs> the ice cream truck is 
here I'll just I'll just wait for it to go by because I don't wanna fight with the noise so if you hear like ice cream truck and the no ice cream truck in the background it's because I edited it out so yeah okay so the ice cream truck left <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's kind of in the background still but it is gonna leave soon so I can continue talking but yeah I think as a kid I did recognize that dogs of black people and the ones that I've interacted with and the ones that I was with and um, just I've seen I always saw their skin color a little bit more brown and I think that kind of includes or transitions to my skin color and just being with one with my skin color I did kind of labeling it I guess just identifying my skin color just because it is important and I've it's been brought to my attention that there that we need to identify our skin color we need to know what our skin color is because instead of being allies to um, black and indigenous people we need to be more of accomplices and what is an accomplice there I found this article that is very informative and kind of breaks down accomplices and um, what accomplices and allies are and it also has this this book it has a link to a book where it kind of presents the idea of um, that we need accomplices we don't need allies we need accomplices and the book is by indigenous action media and it is called accomplices not allies abolishing the ally in the industrial complex and indigenous perspective and the in this article they have the link to the book so i will share that and put that down in my posts and on my instagram and yeah so what is an accomplice the accomplice framework changes the morality of the legal system just because a practice is legal and lawful does not mean it is it is moral or just so yeah with uh, accomplices we just basically are breaking down the system that we live in the system that we are fighting against the system right we are not gonna work for the white man because the white man the system works for the white man and we are breaking that down and I feel like identifying my skin color breaks it down even more and I'm I'm being part of this and I'm trying to be an accomplice and I want to be an accomplice and this is still something that is very new to me and I feel like me identifying myself and the work that I will put in in identifying myself and just kind of informing myself of hey I need to get this done I need to get this work like I just need to do this work so I could be an accomplice to be the accomplice that um that works alongside indigenous and black folk because I don't want to be with the system I don't like the system hell no like it doesn't even work for me and it's ridiculous because I saw my friend had shared with me an IGTT live IGTV live it sounds kind of weird IGTV live on Instagram and it was of this of 
this person and they kind of, I when I saw them I said like oh hey they kind of look like me and they said um I'm white and they were explaining why they identify as white and because lots of people look at them they're explaining that lots of people look at them and they see them as brown but they're not brown and they explained that they aren't brown because indigenous and black folk don't claim them as brown they they don't see their skin color and say hey they're brown they say oh you're white and many ancestors would see skin color and would, pos- would see my skin color and be like hey you're white you're not brown you're not like us your skin color isn't like us and it's something super important to recognize because as i grew up and especially in um a central american or this because i am central american and mexican the central american side of my family they very much saw me and they called me negra and they called me they saw me and said that i had a darker skin color and that is not true and i am abolishing that i am not gonna have that anymore because i am not of a darker skin color because if they do call me negra why does that imply that i can be the darkest skin color and no i can't i can't be of a darker skin color there are central americans who are black who are of a darker skin color and i need to include them and i will not have i will not be in a space where i will be considered brown because I am not brown and I just find it so ridiculous how white people, colonizers, they saw, they have labeled me as brown and that has been passed on by generation and they've used my skin color against me when I am white. I am and I'm going to take take up white space because I cannot take up brown space because that excludes people who are brown who are of a darker skinned color and i will not exclude them i will not work for the white person and exclude brown people who are brown because i am not brown and that's why i want to talk this is a subject that i talked about in my last or the episode that i was going to put up this is something that i talked about so that's why i kind of created a new <laughs> a new episode because i felt like my just wise talked about and my ideas and my points were just not even my ideas but just like ideas that have been brought up to me especially by indigenous and black scholars and people that like i just wanted i just wanted to be more cohesive because i was like hey i could do this way better i could explain myself way better than i did my first time so yeah this is my second attempt on doing that and I'm so happy I I made space for myself to do this because it is something that is needed to be said and it's something that I did want to say and that I did want to talk about because it involves me, it involves my experiences, it involves my knowledge and my and the education that I'm provided with. So yeah. I just with my skin color I just thought, hey, it's ridiculous how much we how much a system a system that white people have built and white people are praised where white people are not 
do not face their consequences because they've provided government and the system that they do not or they do not face such consequences and it's important now to recognize that hey there is more white people and the white people that were identified as brown like such as me that they are not brown because that excludes many indigenous and black folk and we are not going we are not going to support that we are not going to support that because that is ridiculous to support and i do not want to exclude black and indigenous voices and i don't want to um be part of a system that does not represent them and yeah that's why it's important to identify my skin color and that's why it's important to me and i just do not want to be part of the system i don't want to be part of this of helping a system that establishes white superiority and just does not or white people do not or colonizers do not have to face their consequences so uh, face your consequences you know what like divide your privilege like sacrifice your privilege because i am not gonna have that and i am going to create space in the white community and i am going to make space for myself because i am not having this you're not white you are brown i am not going to have that anymore and yeah i just thought that that was super important to recognize and to understand especially for myself and for the accomplice that i want to be i want to especially like now that i know that the difference between allyship and accomplice and i'm still learning about this too like this is something that is new to me and i'm learning more about it but the more that i learn about it i'm just like i want to be i want to be better <laughs> i want to be a better accomplice than i was and i will educate myself and i will um i will like identify like my my skin color and my racial identity because it's super important too to recognize these things and to understand how much privilege I have and why I have this privilege and how I could just use this privilege in order to help indigenous and black people and that's super important to me so yeah that's why it's important to me and I hope anyone who is white and non-black non-indigenous can also identify their whiteness or their skin color and their privilege and their racial identity because the system has cor- is corrupted and has corrupted us and we they are leeching off this corruption and they think hey this is good because we are not facing any consequences and look at this privilege that we've created for ourselves like ridiculous and i am not having that anymore so yeah i'm glad y'all can hear me out (laughs) and y'all are able to (laughs) listen to this podcast and just let me have this moment because it is a journey and i'm so living through it i'm still going through it and yeah i'm just happy that i'm being a better self i'm being a better person than i was yesterday like a few years ago and i'm growing so 
this work this work that indigenous and black folk have created I will credit them because most of these ideas have been brought up by them and I will give credit when it's due I will not take this credit for myself I am growing yes I am educating myself but all this educating and all this growth is due to the scholar and the labor of indigenous and black people so I will recognize that and I will give credit when it's due and I feel like that's also one thing that I did want to talk about that giving credit and just acknowledging that lots of lots of this work and lots of um work that I'm like that I'm doing the work that I am educating myself on it is due to indigenous and black labor and I am as an accomplice I think I want to give I want to give credit and I want to recognize scholars who are indigenous and black because lots of white folk just kind of leech off these scholars leech off this work and I do not want to be that white (laughs) I don't want to be that white person who does that I don't want to leech off their work I don't want to leech off their labor because that is disgusting and that just adds on to white supremacy and white and colonization and white privilege that's it adds on to all these things and I just don't want to be part of that so with that being said I this say in my last episode with Afrofuturism and um, Parvo Sower, the episode I said that I was brown, but I am white, so I just want to say that that was a mistake, and I do acknowledge that, and I did grow from that. I did grow from that, and through this episode and through this, the education that the education that I presented with, I am bettering myself and that was a mistake and yeah I take that I take that mistake and I learn from it you know I am not gonna be like hey it was something that I said and I said it like yeah I did say it but now I learned from it you know learn from mistakes (laughs) so yeah I just feel like the ice cream truck very much threw me off of my of my concentration of what I want to say and everything that I had in mind it just really much threw me off (laughs) so I feel very like huh I have a lot to think about (laughs) and I have a lot to I still have a lot to talk about but I'm just need to think you know I need a moment for myself to kind of collect myself but yeah, I'm just glad that I just redid this episode because my last episode, I don't think it was, I feel, I haven't even listened to it yet, and I feel more confident with this episode than I did my last episode. And I'm glad that I took the space to just kind of collect everything and just kind of redo it because I was just not satisfied. And yeah, I think I do want to go back to colorism, the topic of colorism. And I found this other post that is by Detester Magazine. And they also made a post of colorism and the colonization of beauty. And they have it, more examples of how colorism has impacted, um, has impacted ethnic and racial groups. And they specifically talk about 
Asian people how they've been in, how colorism is displayed within their racial group and it is very interesting I feel like as an outsider I have seen this type of colorism that especially in the industries like K-pop and I was <laughs> I was into K-pop for a while in my teenage years and the colorism is ridiculous the the work that these people have to go through the the people who are famous the ones who the ones who present like such as BTS they're called idols so K-pop idols these K-pop idols they I'm sorry it's just ridiculous and I need to kind of collect my thoughts because I'm just like wow <laughs> the way that white people have <laughs> just claimed their privilege and just kind of allowed it to just spread and yeah it's just so ridiculous how k-pop idols when they were upstage whenever you see them their skin color is way darker than their foundation shade their foundation shade is so light is nearly of a white person's skin color and their and just their hands their neck their body is just way darker and wow <laughs> the way that darker skins are just not it's just not seen as beautiful or just not seen as the ideal skin color that is super ridiculous and I really wanna I hope people who do follow K-pop I hope people who kind of recognize all this stuff and just recognize that Korea is kind of they need to have their colorism on check because that is not, not something that is healthy for them that is not something that is healthy for anyone and they just need to recognize hey skin color because someone is of a darker skin color does not mean that they're not beautiful and there is a lot of work and I feel like I am kind of stepping my foot in to this conversation but I can also not speak as a Korean person. I cannot speak as someone who has lived in Korea. I can only speak as an outsider, as someone who was into K-pop. And I know that I've only been, like, seen a glimpse of it, especially through K-pop. I've only seen glimpses through it, so I can't really fully speak on what's up there. But, yeah, there needs to be... Someone needs to be on check. They need to be on check, and... I need, <laughs> not that I need, but I hope more Korean people can bring up this issue. Bring, say, hey, that's not right. Hey, just combat this issue. Just rebel against this issue because we cannot be having any of that, especially through other racial groups, through other ethnic groups. We can't be having, hey, whiteness is, what is praise? Whiteness is beautiful. No, we can't be having that because our other skin color there are other skin colors and we need to include these other skin colors even if these skin colors aren't presented within our own racial groups like 
we need to recognize that they are there are skin colors out there and there are darker skin colors and these skin colors and not praising these skin colors just othering these other skin colors white people and white privilege just feeds off that and they gain more power and we are dismantling the system and I feel like I also need to recognize my privilege because I do live in the United States I live in the United States I was born in the United States so I am a citizen and I can vote I can protest without the fear of of anything happening to me other than getting arrested and um maybe <laughs> I don't want to get dark here I, I was going to say something else but I am going to take a step back but yeah just being born in the United States that I do have this privilege where I've also been educated like I my education comes through the English language I've been educated in English and I also know Spanish and these languages are colonizers they're colonized languages and especially English is a colonized language so I do recognize that I do speak these these types of languages and they are colonized and that that just includes my privilege that just adds on to my privilege that being a US born citizen and being able to speak English, um, having an education in a first world country and higher education and being able to be in higher education. I am in university, I am thinking about going to grad school and having just not questioning, hey, I can't go to grad school. Not even thinking like, hey, I can't I can't go. That that has never really crossed my mind. I know it was I have this opportunity to do it. And that is privilege that I obtain and that is privilege that I hold and I will recognize that and that include and this all adds on to whiteness and just privilege. Right? Just the privilege that I have and I obtain because of my status and where I am and yeah. The opportunities that I can have so yeah there's a lot more privilege that I have that I don't really think of right now oh yeah I am able-bodied too and yeah I could stand up I can hear I could see I mean not 100% I, I do wear glasses so <laughs> I can't see I can still see and I have I'm able to afford glasses. Glasses are expensive. And I hate that the United States still does not give out free healthcare because of capitalism. And I hate capitalism, as I've been saying in my other episodes. And I will talk about my hate for capitalism in another episode, but not right now. <laughs> not right now. And yeah, I'm just. I feel like I'm just baffled by how colorism and skin color has been so so manipulated by white people and by colonizers because they they othered me for being of a darker whiteness a darker type of whiteness and I'm just like 
you don't think I'm white? <laughs> this is... I keep... This is, has been in the back of my mind. And this is, has been something that I've been thinking about. And just kind of... Whenever I think about skin color. Whenever I think about colorism. I think... Hey, colonizers did this. And they don't want to face their... They don't want to face the, the what they did. They don't want to face their actions. They don't want to face their the colonization that they did within the Latin American countries, especially in Central America, in Mexico. They don't want to recognize that how much harm they've done and how it has continued to the modern day and how whiteness has just been so segregated and just so they they use their whiteness in order to other darker skin colors and like me not even being a brown or a black person and they othered me still because I am not white and because I identify as Latina they see me and they're just like yo, you're brown because you're Latine. And I can't even be considered white because I'm Latine. And I feel like Latine and brownness has been so meshed together. And no matter if you are of a light skin color, if you are seen, if you are Latine and you are white, you are still considered brown. And that's something that we do not need. We do not need a... We do not need, a, need to equivalent brownness and Latine. We do not need to equivalent these terms because Latina is just an ethnic group and Latina has so many racial groups. It has white people, it has black people, it has Asian people, just indigenous people. Like, there's so much under Latina people and just like, it's just so ridiculous how Latina has just been equivalented to brownness. Just so white people could other Latina people and it's just so ridiculous how we have to live in an era that we have to just just like indigenous and black people have to do this work in order for white people to recognize hey that's not right like hey I am not brown I am not of a darker skin color and just the consequences colonizers have not even it has not even crossed their mind because they benefit off this and they don't even recognize it and there's a need to there's a need to recognize these things and yeah I feel like I'm a bit done (laughs) just talking about this because I I feel like I've been rambling on but yeah I thank you guys for being here with me for listening to this podcast and waiting for my podcast to be uploaded and giving me time to be able to upload this podcast and also thank you myself for giving myself time for not feeling like I need to be pressured to upload this on a certain day or upload this when I wasn't even ready because I really was not satisfied by my last episode and I feel like this episode has been 
way better than my last episode so i'm so happy that i gave myself the time and space to redo the episode and yeah i'm glad you're here and i hope this this podcast was it gave a little bit insight of who i am and how i identify and i will continue on to identify myself with these podcasts and this is a continuing this is this does not stop this conversation does not stop my conversations do not stop i will go back and revisit these topics and revisit these conversations and add on to these conversations talk about them a lot more when i know more when i educate myself a lot more i will go back and talk about these topics so these topics are never ending these topics do continue and I will continue with these topics. I will continue talking about these things because they are important to me and they represent me. And I feel like this podcast is just, it's mostly my personal journals. And I hope people do kind of use these podcasts to just know what what is up what is needed in this world <laughs> to kind of educate themselves and just kind of listen to, if, to my experiences and just create space like hey this is work that I this is the work that I'm doing to be an accomplice this is the work that I'm doing to be able to stand next to indigenous and black folk and just to for all of us to just have space for this whiteness to stop the anglo and european whiteness to stop and to create more space for the for us because there has not been enough space for us and it's ridiculous that there it's been years that indigenous and black people have been speaking up but no one hears them and i hope through my privilege i'm able to expand such knowledge and i'm able to expand the work of indigenous and black people and to give them credit and to say hey to use my voice to say hey this is what's up people need to recognize this and sorry i'm burping but people need to recognize this and people need to acknowledge that this is work that they've done and this is not something new and yeah these are ongoing issues so yeah I hope y'all have a great day this is the end of my podcast thank you guys for listening and yeah see you in the next one (laughs) bye guys